0: Thank you, thank you, thank you so much everyone, thank you for all the wonderful applause. You're listening to Cannabis Network Radio. Today is Tuesday, August 27th. I hope everyone is doing well this evening. We're going to kick off this edition of Cannabis Network Radio as we're going to start all of our upcoming episodes with uh, Danka and some Dank goodness. you. <laughs>
1: Relax, relax Let the positive vibe flow Let The positive vibe flow Back another bowl.
0: you're listening to cannabis network radio hope everyone's getting in the mood and getting ready and chilled out to listen to this edition of cannabis network radio Welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. That was Danka and Dank Goodness. Check them out. I think they're available on iTunes. And speaking of iTunes, while you're there, uh, go ahead and uh, search us out, Cannabis Network Radio on podcasts. I think we're currently number seven on the list. And uh, rate us, like us. Without your support, this would not be possible, so... Have us in mind next time you're on iTunes and check out Cannabis Network Radio. We'd like to thank everyone for listening this evening. All of our live listeners and all of our podcast download radio, internet radio world listeners. And I'd like to thank all of our sponsors and supporters of Cannabis Network Radio. This would not be possible uh, without you. I would like to start off this episode by reminding everyone that next weekend, not this upcoming weekend, but next weekend, the 7th and the 8th, is the first U.S. Cannabis Cup uh, in Seattle, Washington. uh, The High Times U.S. Cannabis Cup. Uh, That's going to be the 7th and the 8th of September. Uh, We hope to see you there. Uh, There are tickets that are still available. Uh, Just go to hightimes.com and check it out. Um, We would love to see you there. Um cannabis network radio is going to make every effort to be present at that historic event yet again in washington state and uh, we hope that uh, you'll come find us our staff will be wearing uh, cannabis network radio shirts that says crew on the back of it can at radio find us and say hey we may have a little something for you you never know so <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff I guess I'll put it as stuff, whatever, going on in the world of, of legalization at the present moment. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening in the news. Um, like one of the most recent, uh, I guess, bigger stories, and I don't know, it's quasi-confirmed, um, but at least according to one media outlet, the United States um, Attorney General Eric Holder uh, confirmed that he'll be testifying at an upcoming Senate hearing. Um, the Senate hearing was scheduled by Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Patrick Leahy, Democrat of Vermont, earlier this week. Senator Leahy, along with a lot of Americans, wants the White House to explain its marijuana policies. Um, Basically looking for the official position of the White House in regard to Colorado and Washington state passage of marijuana legalization initiatives. Now, in regard to that, me personally, I'm not sure how to respond in regard to wanting to demand the government to give an answer. As much as I, I would like to hear what they truly have to say, we all know it's gonna be a, a snowball of bullshit. Um, Bullcrap, sorry. Um, one way or the other, and it's gonna be a lot of hemming and hawing. And Honestly, if states make their own laws and states choose to legalize It should be at the state's discretion, kind of the way prohibition ended with alcohol. Um, It should be at the state's discretion, and then the federal government can fall into place afterwards. I don't know if putting pressure on the federal government and demanding an answer from them is the best route to take. I'm not sure. I'm kind of, I guess, at a... Crossroads with my feelings as to whether it's good to put pressure on the federal government for an, and demand an answer, or to kind of let them remain quiet. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me about that actually, and and I really don't have a solid answer. I you know, I guess it's a wait and see thing, and just like anything else, um, to kind of see what what you know either it's going to be something that's going to be landmark, or it's just going to be a bunch of, of babble that we've heard before about oh we can't confirm we can't blah 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 and there's no testing and the normal jargon that they spew out but uh I could be wrong who knows um it would be awesome you know if something landmark happened um I would love the federal government to come out and say hey you know what this is you know we want to listen to the people we believe in the people actually and you know let's make this thing legal that would that would be awesome um you know, I, I or or let the states decide. That would be great too if they just leave it in the states' discretion. Um, then ultimately, it'll be up to the state to decide how they want to handle it, and the federal government can recu- recuse themselves completely um, from the whole topic of of legalization. Now, I do understand some people, uh, big business, big marijuana business, wants the government to you know get an answer and to firm things up for for several reasons one for tax benefits you know to be able to operate a business normally to be able to accept credit cards to be able to do banking like normal businesses to be able to reap the tax benefits of normal businesses as well as interstate commerce Um, there's a lot of large companies out there now that are thriving within legal states producing high quality uh, cannabis edibles tinctures oils extracts uh, you know all kinds of things and you know their their business is being hindered. I'm not I'm really gonna say hindered, but their business is being isolated to that state um, where you know they are, you know, Colorado, Washington state, where they're producing in state legally within the state guidelines. You know, but they can't go ahead and send these medical products out of state because it's interstate commerce and interstate drug trafficking, be it that, as it may, because for some stupid reason, cannabis is still a Schedule One drug, right up there with Heroin and all the other fun stuff because, you know, some people just don't want to recognize, you know, or or get over the uh, reefer madness that has been perpetuated for so long. Nonetheless, um, you know, if anybody has any input or ideas or impressions or whatnot about um, what they feel, uh, if it's a good idea to pressure the federal government in regard to cannabis legalization. Uh, let us know. Um, send me an email or post something on our Facebook page, uh, facebook. dot com forward slash Cannnet Radio, or facebook. dot com forward slash CINLLC for Cannabis Information Network. Uh, you can email me David at CannnetRadio. dot com. Um, and uh, I'm kind of interested to hear what all you folks out there have to say um, about. Your feelings or impressions about, uh, I'm not gonna say forcing, but putting pressure on the government and demanding an answer. Um, let's, uh, move on to another topic. Um, Huffington Post came out today with, uh, I guess an infographic, uh, called The World's Most Marijuana Friendly Countries. And, um, there's landmark legislation that has took place in uruguay and they're set to make it the first country in the world to create a state run marijuana industry um and that in itself is going to be very interesting to see how that plays out um and I, i really i guess i don't really have much to say in regard to what i feel can be from it um now you're looking at at, at a whole state-run or country, uh, in a marijuana industry. I mean, that's a legal marijuana industry, be that as it may. Um, that can introduce a whole new, like, era or realm or whatnot of, you know, reform, uh, planting, growing, uh, medicine. Um. it's uh, and not only that but it will be able to go ahead and make a price point of quality cannabis that you can go ahead and squeeze the black market out and uh, unfortunately it does allow the government to control cultivation and distribution but uh, you know everything seems to be catch 22 when it comes to legalization there's so many like well if we do this then there's a problem with this and if we do that then there's a problem with that and it's, you know, everything's a catch 22. Um, you know, there is no in a perfect world, you know, in this industry, I guess. Um, ideally everyone who's in it wants to be able to make money and make a living off of providing quality medicine. I think that the pushers of crap weed, um, will end up being disappointed because they can't pedal the bullshit that they pedal right now. Um, you know, those are the people that are going to hurt, the people that are taking advantage of other people. But the quality industry players, you know, the long and the short of it is depending upon, you know, the quality of your product and how much you put in. Once you have everything said and done, you're only looking at, you know, maybe cost of 50 to to $100 per plant to, you know, from seed to or clone or whatever you want to call it to a full-grown mature plant. And if done right, I mean, I've seen, you know, crops that can yield couple pounds off of a plant you know depending upon especially if it's an outdoor grower they have these massive trees of uh cannabis growing but uh you know it's gonna make people step up it's gonna change the dynamic and the demographic of of the world of cannabis if it does become more mainstream and more social and you know uruguay is gonna be a whole country devoted to weed i mean wow we'll find out we'll see what happens you know we're definitely gonna follow the story closely and you know see what happens but uh You know, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. You know, but definitely be keeping y'all posted on what happens. Um, Marijuana is not classified as a drug in North Korea. Um, Smoking is popular for the soldiers and manual laborers to wind down after a long day. Um, Possessing amounts for personal use has been decriminalized in many European and South American countries. Policies have been shown to to show to have little impact on drug use. Portugal eliminated criminal penalties for drug users in 2001, shifting resources from law enforcement to drug prevention and rehabilitation programs. Um, And honestly, that's made a huge change. Um, Drug use among 13- to 15-year-olds fell from 14.1% to 10.6% in uh, Portugal. Sorry. Had a moment there. Um, and then HIV rates have dropped 17%. Drug trafficking has dropped, um, and drug-related deaths have fell from 400 to 290. Um, and this is all in Portugal since they've uh, gone ahead and you know, decriminalized all drug use. Um, there is a post uh, to this infographic that I put up uh, on my Facebook page, as well as on uh, both Cannabis Information Network's Facebook page and Cannabis Network Radio's Facebook page. Check it out. Um, we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to get back uh, talking about uh, some things happening in Connecticut, uh, some things happening in island groups in the Northwest, um, and uh, we're going to catch up with uh, a bunch of different things happening in the world of uh, medical marijuana, as well as marijuana—wow, ma- marijuana legalization here in the United States. We'll be back just after this short break on Cannabis Network Radio. <laughs> Put it down, put it down, or pick it up and take a toke. That was Beebs and Moneymakers with Miss Captain Kangaroo. You are listening to Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski. Hope everyone is well this evening. The Ten Commandments of Cannabis or Pot Smokers. Everyone look at it. One, the Golden Rule works for pot. For those of you who don't know what the Golden Rule is, The person with the gold makes the rules. So that means the person with the pot makes the rules. Number two, left hand rule always pass left in a group. Number three, he who rolls it must spark it. Tis true. Four, now, this is something that I need to go ahead and state very clearly as to you people who I'm talking to, you know, never complain about others' weed. Number five, never turn down a toke. Number six, Honor medical patients. True, true. Give props to them. Absolutely. Medical first. Number seven. Give back the same that is given to you. Number eight. If the bowl is cashed, reload. Number nine. He who brought the bud picks the music. Amen to that. And ten. Never, ever miss 420. And those are the ten commandments of the stoner. Alrighty moving right along so i'm in the studio here with uh audio guy justin how you doing this evening justin
2: hey dave how are you man i'm chilling man
0: and ed our producer
2: what's up dave
0: what's up guys how you doing i'm chilling chilling how are you guys doing this evening doing good tired tired Been been
2: a long day man
0: it has been a long day you know we all work all day long very hard then we come and do this. I do appreciate you guys coming in after a long hard day's work and uh helping me do the show. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you guys. No problem yeah, at all, whatever. sir. So tell me something good. What's going on with you guys? What's happening? Anything exciting coming up? Anything exciting happening?
2: Justin's going out of town. Woohoo.
0: <laughs> Justin is going out of town. Just to yeah. go to work. More. Road
2: trip. Yeah, right. Going to work. Going to work.
0: Got to Honey do list or mommy do list. Mom do on? list. Mom do list. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's always nice being a good son and all,
2: you know, whatever. How are things going in your world, Ed? Good. We got uh, Labor Day knocking on the door. Labor Day is knocking. Got any
0: uh-huh. big Labor Day plans? Uh,
2: the only thing I can say is uh, Two-Tone deaf from Atlanta is coming to Ocala. Two-Tone deaf is coming to Ocala. Yeah. going to be hanging out? I, I think we might even do a live show from there. Do a live show.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, of live shows and stuff, since we're talking about it, I know we're kind of tossing up and I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. So I know you've done the show, The Bone Project, for, for a while. Yeah. Um, and you have, like, these artists and whatnot that you bring on, local talent, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And since you're bringing, you know, Two-Tone Deaf here, um, would you potentially consider maybe bringing The Bone Project over to Cannabis Network Radio and start doing, 420-friendly
2: like uh, chit-chats and chit-chats, music? And yeah. I would almost venture to say the majority of the people that have been on The Bone Project would be 420-savvy
0: yeah that'd be yeah. cool and also we brought a whole new network on we brought dope box radio mm-hmm. um, on to uh our network also here um and speaking of which i think uh, we're also looking for for people across the board to do some uh cannabis add some cannabis related uh show content to the cannabis information. Oh, uh, radio as well as uh you have
2: Podstream live which is also open to uh um people who want to do their own podcast yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be cannabis related, but it can be well, as well. I mean, I
0: right? am gonna. I'll put you on a spot here about uh, the whole pod stream live. Like, what what are you like looking for? Like, or what, uh, anything
2: you know. that's uh, entertaining. I mean, uh, you like, know, do people have to know what they're doing? Is this like a turnkey or? It's you know, with, uh, with if you know what you are doing, that's a plus. It is a plus, <laughs> but it's not necessarily. Don't be discouraged if you've never done a podcast. We can easily walk you through it and uh, make it happen. We've all you know, started from the bottom. If Basically, if you've ever thought, you know, I could do that, or I, people have told you you're a good talker, storyteller, mm-hmm. you're the kind of people that we need to get in touch with and make it happen for you.
0: All right. And what's the best way if people are interested in doing a, something uh, on Podstream Live? You or? can
2: email us, uh, Live at gmail.com.
0: Okay. All right. And if you're interested in doing a show or a podcast, uh, Cannabis Related on Cannabis Network Radio, um, you know, we do have... Uh, plenty of time slots open and you can email Ed also and that's ed at
2: dot um so what else is cooking that's really it man I mean you know just uh getting about halfway through the work week and uh got the almost two month old yeah and uh just trying to get back into swing It's like everyone's
0: having babies these days it's, it's crazy no it is well, crazy Justin, i got one, one, one i next?
2: got I, I think i got one of my yeah. s- inside of me right now you ba- actually got a, actually a baby in your belly 10 months pregnant Justin. shut up <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i always tell people you know this is what i look like after having two kids i still haven't <laughs> been able to lose the uh, <laughs> extra baby weight it, it happens to, you know i will remember that <laughs> you know can i say it happens um yeah, so uh, all kinds of exciting stuff here. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Dopebox Radio and, and what... You know, uh,
2: Dopebox about. Radio is all, I say, local. We have people from as far as France, uh, Germany. A few from England. Ireland, yeah. Uh, all over the world, basically. But it's local mm-hmm. as they aren't signed. They haven't gone completely commercial yet. And uh, so they're... They're just really talented like gyms that are just sitting out there that no one knows about so, so it's
0: really gonna give us here a, a, an idea of bringing in some more music and and things like that and, and oh yeah and it gives it, it works good
2: for the bands too because they get exposure to people that would never have heard them otherwise you know right. so it's a it's a good deal
0: who have been uh, in, in your with the bone project and also with the who who' In. Justin, you can chime in too. Who are some of your favorite? I'm gonna say stoner bands, or even even off the brand, like off the cuff, like you know, mainstream and non-mainstream, like you know.
2: Good, just Danka was a good interview. Mm-hmm. Um, cool bunch of guys to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to just throw the cope. Mm-hmm. The I, in my opinion, the co- cope cope. They're when they played live for us mm-hmm. and uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah. AC. I was actually there uh, for that cope show. God, I was that hanging was out for that cope show. Between there, the and food and the festivities mm-hmm. and the music mm-hmm. and the talent, I think that was probably all around the best show. Yeah. For just one band. You right. know what I mean?
1: Right.
2: Funky Seeds were cool. Funky Seeds, a bunch of cool guys. Um somebody we never had play an actual live show for us when we were at the other studio mm-hmm. was uh Good friend of ours, uh, Brian Clark Miller. Yeah, yeah
0: I, you know, I was actually just thinking about him and also uh, Legacy. Uh, we did that studio show when I was a guest invited there. That Legacy was came. another. I that would was, put that
2: as number two that was a because cool show. that was like that Legacy and was Biebs.
0: Crazy. Biebs came before like yeah.
2: all this blew up, and we were mm-hmm. just kind of just chilling and, and shooting the the poop. Um, <laughs> you know, that was an amazing <laughs> show. Really we actually cool. made a phone call yeah. that I'll never forget. We made a phone call to Bobby Lee Rogers and someone else, and it's one of those where he goes off on a little tangent about black holes in Georgia. <laughs> oh, do you right. remember that? And we're all like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I it do was remember crazy. that. That was more of a psychedelic than a uh, psychedelic trip. <laughs> than a, yeah, you uh, know, Legacy playing lives so. and Beebs actually playing the guitar. We, got, for the we first gotta like, time. we gotta, uh, yeah, you know. we
0: gotta round up some of these people and you know having like a reunion we
2: need to have a reunion or we
0: have to do you know we should do. like you know what i really would like to do and, and i'm gonna actually say this on air and i'm gonna put this out there and saying that i'm gonna put on the burner i would love to have like a gulf coast like 420 like jam jam you know like a whole day of just 420 friendly funky seeds dank uh you know cope legacy you know beebs, if you know she's not too famous these days yeah um you know get them all out and like just have like a whole day festival of of music and hang out and hang out and munchies and and uh you know just grooviness happening I mean I can't say about anything else but maybe we can find some private property to have this festival on or something and you know, have, have some have some good times, but that's something that would, that I would love to do. Oh, me too. Um, and uh, let's let's put our heads together and see if maybe we can start putting something together for now the once spring it gets a little something. cooler. So
2: yeah, it needs to be in the cool part of the year, especially like if...
0: maybe like February, like February March, right before yeah. the the heat kicks in again, and you know all that way. Up. If
2: we are going to have like an overnight camp, it's like not. Miserable. I'm not doing o- I'm
0: not doing overnight stuff. I mean, if you want to come and camp overnight, fine. But I've done that already too many times. I did that with burning mushroom we did that with the 420 <laughs> uh, jamming on the green yeah no <laughs> there,
2: but there's there's a crowd of people that that's what they enjoy yeah, doing they I, like I, to come hang out i agree but i want to make a one day not have if, to if drive if you want, you want to hang out that's cool i understand i mean that's cool um
0: you know we'll work out the logistics but that's something i definitely want to kind of put out there and, and think about putting together for you know the gulf coast and this you know this region you know even even saying we can you know get bands to come in and, and you know whatever funds we collect we'll put towards legalization in the state of Florida in you know, a statewide effort or something and you know maybe try to get some different organizations involved to reach out to like normal and in high times and things like that and see if maybe we can get the ball rolling and do something like that and you know that would be, that'd be cool I, w- I would like to put something like that together that would be, that'd be a lot of fun you know so uh, people out there listening uh, live listeners people listening to the podcast if you are a uh, band New York band and you want to be on our show um or have your music heard on our show then you know go ahead and uh you know email actually ed will probably be the best person to reach out to that so uh um reach out to ed at uh, edit um and you know hit him up with uh, your playlist or what you want to do and we'll set something up and uh now they kind of start talking about this whole like potential of, like a music 420 music festival kind of thing for you know here in the state of florida um I'm kind of, uh, got the gears rolling and all kinds of, you know, funky things going through my head, but I kind of want to make this happen. I don't want to, you know, make this a pipe dream, you know, just the fact also that I'm, you know, revamping and gearing up for the Weed Not Greed Tour, which is going to be summer, fall of 2014, which is really not that far, <laughs> far away anymore, Considering in the fact that, you know, we're like just a few days away from September
2: that's crazy thank goodness
0: like do you remember when summer vacation used to be like summer vacation do you remember ever having a summer vacation
2: i remember summer vacation lasted like three months like like three months now it seems like it's a month like
0: what summer vacation you know like i don't don't yeah
2: it it was over before you knew it
0: and there's one thing i i have to say for all you out there that know me or make comments about yes I am the founding director of Cannabis Network Radio. Yes, I do Cannabis Network Radio. I this is a job. Believe it or not, it's a job. <laughs> you know this this is what I do. This is my life. This is how I make my living. I'm I'm an advocate. I'm a speaker. I'm a a radio show host. I'm um you know I do the Weed Not Greed tour. Uh, this is how I make a living this is my job I, I this is something I'm passionate about this is my career so it's not it's not all you know sunshines and ra- sunshine and rainbows all the time and it's not just you know getting stoned and and whatever um, this is my job and it is hard work and and for those of you out there they're advocates that can you know empathize with me you know what I'm talking about for those of you that don't Hey, anytime you want to go ahead and step up and take a role in advocacy, give me a call, shoot me an email, I'll give you something to do. And, uh, you know, you'll see exactly just how taxing it is. It's not just, it's emotionally draining. You know what it's like to 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 fight? You know, it's, it's almost like trying to move a brick wall. You know, every single day, you get up in the morning, you start pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, eventually, you know, after pushing a brick wall, again and again and again and again and again and again at some point it's going to start crumbling and giving away and that's kind of where i'm at but you know pushing that brick wall every day for uh sometimes 10 15 hours a day is uh sometimes a little tedious you know um but nonetheless you know i do love what i do i do love being able to help people i do love being able to reach people and i do love uh you know the audience we have and the members of cannabis information network and you know, the group and people listening to Cannabis Network Radio um, and all the support and, you know, I'm going to say love and good vibes I get from them. Um, all right, well, enough uh, sidetracking here. Well, thanks for chiming in, guys. Appreciate it. And, again, thank you all for, for being here and taking your time for uh, joining me. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. So, all right. Wow, that became a lot quieter now that we don't have the drone of the AC in the background. You know, can I say we're... We're we're small but functional studio here, you know, and, uh, but, uh, so one of the things that I, I guess I want to talk about is, um, Connecticut uh, has come out, uh, recently at the Medical Marijuana Program, It's ok- and they okayed paving the way to license growers and dispensaries. Um, the fact that, you know, the, the Northwest, um, the Northeast, sorry, I saying Northwest, the Northeast, um, is really starting to, to, step up. Um, And speaking of which, uh, on the weekend of the 14th and 15th uh, of September, the 14th and 15th of September is the Boston Hemp Rally. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, get some information about that, which I'll share with you um, after we take our next break. Um, But let me just uh, run over this whole thing here uh, real quick about uh, Connecticut. Um Senator uh, Len Fasno, North uh representative from North Haven and Representative Vince uh DeLora, uh which is a Republican from North Brantford, were among on these committee who voted against the regulations, of course, both Republicans, go figure. Um <clears throat> both argued that because the state's regulations are so detailed, it increases the risk that federal officials could prosecute those involved in the medical marijuana program, including state employees. Now, in regard to that, uh Governor um O'Malley of Maryland had the same concerns uh with his state employees being involved within the medical marijuana industry in state of Maryland that the federal government come in and you know give hassle to you know state employees etc um basically um the way I look at it is as follows. according to the you know government, and according to the laws, you know when a state regulates and a state has the right to regulate their own laws and you know a right to go ahead and you know say what they can or can't do within the state, the their state employees uh, fall under the state protection of uh, un, of acting and conducting business and affairs under the state regulation that's put in place. Um, I feel that if the federal government were to intervene, and this is my response, to both those Republican senators um, if the federal government were to intervene in state business it'd be a violation of the Constitution of course then again our federal government violates our Constitution all the time but you know I guess things happen um, nonetheless um, I would do have to go ahead and give props to uh, the governor of Connecticut um, and uh you know i really hope that you guys are able to get growers and spencers up and running sometime soon uh so patients in that state can have safe and uh, true access to the medicine that they need um, which would be a wonderful thing um now i uh was also talking about the northeast before um there is a bunch of islands up in the northeast uh, like around martha's vineyard um oak bluffs um Different, different areas of Massachusetts, which are a bunch of little island towns, and they're all trying to get together to uh, apply to sell medical marijuana as well uh, up in that area. Now, one thing which is interesting about that whole demographic of the in Northeast is that that's a very Republican, uh, a very politically connected. A lot of presidents, uh, you know, uh, are out there. They take their summer vacations there and, and a lot of political influence. And the fact that, you know, this is making waves... Um, up there in in the Northeast, um, in the areas like Martha's Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts and and all this area, that's that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, And, you know, we're making progress, you know, slowly but surely um, in all states, I think. Um, To say the word never is, you know, I think, silly by now um as i said in you know previous episode it's time for everyone to stop being afraid and start talking about it um it's really going to be up to us the people who talk about it and become more social about it to become when once it becomes mainstream becomes everyday conversation and you know you start talking you know when you're in colorado and you're in washington state you know you're on the bus you're on the street you just hear talk oh yeah everyone's talking about like you know pot like it's just like everyday conversation people talk about their grows people just share information you know even when like you're in a bar in a social gathering people are talking about they're not talking about oh yeah like you know th- like what's a typical bar conversation oh dude man there's this chick and blah 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 and you know what things i would do to her and you know girls are yapping back you know but you listen to these conversations that go on in these social you know gatherings in these states and it's a whole different topic of conversation it's like I'm talking about grow lights and strains and grow rooms and soil and and growing medians and and what's the best like you know wax and the best shatter and the best you know bud that you've had and you know all the different like new stuff coming out and technologies it's a whole different social conversation um which is just mind-blowing if you'd like you know are, are kind of like just listening to the conversations going on and and that's conversation just needs to start being happening everywhere like becoming more of just a social conversation just talking about cannabis because you know we are the we the people are going to go ahead and change it are going to change the laws so that's something that we need to go ahead and start uh, being vocal about and speaking of the northeast um once we come back from this quick break i'm going to talk about the the boston hemp rally um, freedom rally I'll give you some information about that. We'll talk a little bit about the U.S. Cannabis Cup coming up, and then uh, we'll conclude our show uh, for the evening. But uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes with more Cannabis Network Radio.
1: Girl, won't you come my way?
0: That was Heritage with the song My Way. So the 23rd annual Boston Freedom Rally is packed with six hours of free music with bands playing on two stages, vendors selling food and clothing, tons of educational material about legalization of cannabis, and this year's rally will help spread awareness on Question 3 ballot initiative for legalization of medical marijuana in November and also to help push future plans for full legalization and regulation of cannabis in Massachusetts. The Boston Freedom Rally is held every year, the third Saturday of September, and it's free to the public. The average number of people that is estimated for this year is about 40,000 plus, and it takes place in the famous Boston Common, and that'll be the third Saturday of uh, September this year, and uh, they got some great speakers uh, lined up for this year, Um, and uh, looks like some good music lined up too um so uh if you guys are in the uh northeast uh make your way the third weekend saturday september 15th from noon to six uh to the boston freedom rally and uh as they say uh, skunk magazine normal high times are all uh supporting this and uh definitely uh check it out um another thing to add to the calendar so, I think that uh, I'm going to actually wrap it this evening, guys. Um, just kind of touching a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we do have a guest Thursday night. Uh, look forward uh, to, actually I say look on our Facebook page and our website, uh, Facebook.com, cannet Radio, as well as Cannabis, actually, what am I talking about? com or CannabisNetworkRadio.com, either or, Cannotradio.com, simpler. Um, for who the guest is going to be. Um, it's going to be a good guest, I guarantee you that. Uh, a competitor or a friend or however you want to look at it. Uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting show for sure. Uh, so tune in uh, Thursday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Now, uh, Labor Day, Monday, we, or uh, er, Tuesday, actually, well, I'm going to digress for one moment. Starting in September, our dates are going to be changing. Our days and hours are going to be changing for the live show of Cannabis Network Radio. Our show is going to be Mondays and Wednesdays from 8 p.m. Eastern Time to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So it'll be 5 p.m. Pacific Time um, to 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, Again, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday and Wednesday. So we're going to do live shows of Cannabis Network Radio on Mondays and Wednesdays from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, this Monday is actually Labor Day. So our first show of the new schedule is going to be next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then we'll be coming to you live again this Thursday uh, for at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, then again, after September 1st, we're going to go ahead and uh, switch over to our new uh, time and dates of mondays and wednesdays from 8 to 9 p.m eastern time thank you all for listening to cannabis network radio wish you all a good and safe evening we're going to go ahead and uh, close out the show with some uh groovy tunes from the disco biscuits have a good and safe night all this is your host david kowalski